Are you enjoying the Grands? We'll be dropping that next week on the Grands podcast feed. Head on over to GrandsPod.com or search in your podcatcher of choice. That was the nicest intro we've ever done for the Grands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <literally. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen to the Grands, fuckers. Bam, 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 bam. Mayo pockets. Oh! Welcome to the second season of Talking Sons, the soggiest podcast about Dungeons and Daddies made by fans of the show. Dungeons and Daddies is a podcast about four kids who have to travel in Colin Firth to save their dads. This isn't that podcast. You should go listen to it because we don't care about spoilers and we'll spoil everything. The shit we come up with is the fucking stupidest things. I like that it requires you uh, to listen to all of Talking Sons. You need too. the lore. Yeah. We yeah. have lore just like Dungeons and Daddies has lore. Yeah. Lore. We're trying yes. to get that lore into the main podcast. Yeah. So deep that it removed it from the main D and Daddies. Yeah. <laughs> wiki <laughs> yeah we got removed from i'm it. still hurt about that yeah. yeah me too put us back in hey someone put us hey, back someone in the... who wants to edit on the wiki can you um put us back the in wiki? also talk about colin firth in there like how, yeah, it's, how actually, it's legit they're... like add colin firth as the official name hi my name is jamie and my rad fact is that i'm sad that we're not on the wiki anymore yeah <laughs> put us so back that's in. more of a sad fact than a rad it fact is, let's be yeah. honest do, do we do we need to like start with an actual rad fact? Are we yeah. getting back in now? Yeah, we can yeah. jump back in. <laughs> Hi, my name is Jamie, and my rad fact is that I am going to rent an inflatable blow-up slide for the second year running oh for boy. an entire weekend. Fun. Yeah. Oh uh, for what Just purpose? for yourself? No, for, yeah. no, do not ask. Just for himself. I want to live did. in this bliss where no, I just want to live in this bliss where Jamie gets a slide for himself and he has slide day. Fuck his kids. He has slide <laughs> his day. Kids are, his I kids mean, are not allowed asking... on. His wife is not allowed on. It's just for Jamie. Yep. I was mostly it's... asking if it was a kink thing, but sure. It's just me time. It's how I relax. <laughs> just me in the slide. Yep. Getting slippery. Not even like that. Getting it's, wet. It's, it's purely platonic. Getting soggy. It, me and the slide are best friends. We would never do that. Meanwhile, the slide is off in the corner crying, I thought you loved me. <laughs> Poor slide. Uh-huh. Justice or slide. Yeah. <laughs> so it's for my kid's birthday. And unfortunately, we're having to like hand make a lot of Ghostbusters birthday party stuff. This is going to definitely be like a bespoke or a couture birthday party for the seven year old. Wow. <laughs> fancy. And he's never yeah. going to get a fancy one again. Nope. This is it. He's peaking. So it's. Yeah, it's no, I know. Weird. I know how that is. You get one uh, yeah. and that's it. Yep. I mean, I also peaked when I was seven. So oh, yeah. we all did. I mean, it's. You know, I wish I was seven. Yeah, <laughs> life was so simple then. <laughs> I didn't care about anything. <laughs> Do you I know didn't how have to pay rent? When like Ugh. I was at camp around the seven-year-olds, they didn't care about fuck all. No, they were they so fucking happy. They didn't have a fucking care in the world. <laughs> Emma's literally about to start crying about how she's not seven. <laughs> yeah, we're getting a little existential here. <laughs> I have to keep worry about loads. Okay, I'm done. Hi, <laughs> my name's Emma. I wish I was seven, but that's not my rad fact. Um, my rad fact is that started classes again today. Yeah, it was it's hopefully my last year of undergrad and then grad school and shit. But um, my class today. It's about critical theory in bioarchaeology. Thr- thrilling. <laughs> there, yeah. I, I don't know what else to say. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I'm sure it's, it's September. Cool. It, it should cool. It should be a good class. I get to learn how to write a grant proposal, which is good because I'm flying to grad school soon. Woo. So, Woo. yeah, you propose those grants. Um, hi, my name is Nikki. Um. I almost said I'm 21 years old, which is blatantly false. I don't know mm. why. I don't know why I wanted to say that. Yeah. And my rad fact this week is that I'm 24. Sure. Congrats. Why yeah. yeah. Why not? Uh, apparently, a- my brain wants, to, wants me to say that I'm 21, which is not, not true. But I mean, 24. I've been okay. there. Like when I was, my birthday was about to happen. I was literally like, people would be like, oh, how old are you turning? I want to say 23 all the time, but yeah. I'm not. I'm like. <laughs> 
I'm turning it is, 22. It is a thing I have to like. If somebody asks me, I have to actively stop and think about it for a second. See, I, I shouldn't do the have math in my head. No, I shouldn't <laughs> have to. I was born in 2000. My age is just the year. Well, you have no excuse then. I, I know. I, that's I, the I, thing. I have to actually do math. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I shouldn't have to think about it. No, you shouldn't. No, no one should have to think about their age, which is why I just tell everyone I'm 87. That's because you are. Yeah, just factual. Like, legit, no one cares. You know, as an adult, I never get asked my age. I get asked for my ID. I still get carded, but I'm 87, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't really understand how they're making a mistake. Yeah, by the way... Please uh, let I, Luke I introduce was... himself. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No, no it's tradition. We gotta let this go for as long as possible. Fine, We're fine, just Luke. gonna... No. <laughs> we just uh, listen to... No, I'm kidding. No! Okay, hi, no, it's hi, fine. My right just... fact is that we just listen to... <laughs> I'll, just, no. I'll just do this like we did last time. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. You could, uh, you could have a twofer. Yeah. No. Uh, so hey, I, I am I'm Luke. This is weird saying <laughs> this because uh, I didn't yeah, say it last time, so I'm all out of sorts and nervous. Uh, ooh, ooh. <clears throat> uh, ooh. No, ooh. never mind. Now, never mind. No, <laughs> you've lost your. Lo- you've lost. Yeah. Nope. You have lost your fact rights. My rad fact. Sure. For this week is that uh, so yesterday i i do i like make websites for a living as a thing that i do i'm also like a server admin so blah 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 in the morning my boss sends me this domain and i'm going to say it out loud because we are never going to do a website for this guy and it doesn't fucking matter it is called fisher for men.com finally men can fish is it a website for guys looking for fishing buddies? Because I need no. a fishing buddy. Fishing no. buddies? The the business is called Fisherman Supply, and they are a Christian oh. bookstore. Uh, what? And as far Wait, as, hang on. Yeah, as far as I can tell, there is not a single book on this website for sale. What? This is a money laundering scheme. There is Christian meme t-shirts from 15 years ago, though. That is the only thing. This dude is just the fucking... It, it sounded really fucking just sketchy. And the guy doesn't have any money. He's like, yeah, I'll pay you guys if I make money off of this. What? Like, no, that's not how this, this is a money laundering front. No, no. I want this shirt. The like, shirts that, are actually very good, though. So warfare. Hold on. There's another... There's another really oh good my one. God. That's 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 better than that <gasps> oh shirt. Oh my second. god! Lifeguard. Mine walks on water. This is the oh. other fantastic one. He H I I as in we yeah. saved mm-hmm. me. John really three good. sixteen. <laughs> and it's got it's got a picture of a Jesus me on it. It's amazing. Oh, but these are so this good. Is the Holy Spirit in the shape of the Home Depot. You can do yeah. it. He can help. Yeah. There's uh, this one. Is two guys on motorcycles, and it says, "These are my church clothes. I want this." <laughs> this also has a has a has a a different website on it. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, don't, <laughs> there's don't what? Ask, like, there's so much like wrong with this website. It's a piece of garbage. But there's like, um the there's shirts. a Jesus freak shirt. They're all Jesus freak shirts. Are you no, like there's one that says Jesus freak on it. Hell yeah! Uh, Lord Jim. This is like oh Walmart, but like upscale, okay? This is like they, what these t-shirts are. They oh sell homegrown produce. Oh, that's nice. <gasps> Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Nikki, what? What? Link I'm it. Link it. Yeah, here's a... <laughs> I can't buy from this website also. I'll find it on a no, different... No, don't. Like, yeah, genuinely I'll... do not. Just look at it. I, I would not trust anything that you could <gasps> potentially put on this website. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. I've never needed a shirt more in my I'm gonna I'm gonna reverse image search this and try oh to get my, it from a different uh, source. Well, so okay, it's incredible. So. Let me explain the shirt to you. Um <laughs> it says he has made me glad and then some other words. But the glad it's in the glee font and the L in glad is like, you know, the like L with the fingers like in glee. No, there's no other results. <laughs> Is Where did this come from? Formen.org original. Did someone make this for Brand themselves? Or Caruso. Hang on. Like all of these memes are like 15 years old. Caruso so I would not Christian be surprised shirts. that this guy. We're going down a rabbit hole. Caruso oh, Christian shit. shirts. Like the publishers around. Lee but the didn't match any not. results. Yeah. 
How do I search? It's glad. Maybe I look. Like <laughs> no, glad? I'm gonna buy something from her. Clear, clearly, no, you just got to order from this guy. I really, I re- <laughs> got, I'm Jewish. I really don't want to <laughs> order from this guy, but I can't find. No, no, that that that's how they get it you. You start off Jewish, and then exist. you know a guy shows up with like some fish I and bread, and you're like, I'm in. Well, I no, he's just shirt. he's gonna. So here's Maybe what's gonna order happen. From you're him gonna, and I'll keep you posted. Ooh, yeah, sure, do that because there is no fucking way that we are going to make a website for this guy. But this, like, the stuff that is on his website is gold. Can I just post the picture of this shirt with no context on our Twitter? We well, yeah, you can do it as, as we've done it for in, stuff in the past. Of like, we, we should probably edit all of this out, which will no. make it even more cryptic. No, I'm not. I'm not adding any uh, caption or anything. I'm, I'm just looking up the Christian tweeting clothing. the tweeting the photo. <laughs> No, it's not. Anyways, that was my rad fact. Can I look up Glee Christian shirt? Oh, oh, oh. Did you find it? I found I found it on Pinterest. Pinterest. No, no. we're sorry. It just links back to the website. It links back to the Caruso website, but it doesn't exist Mm -hmm. anymore. That's unfortunate. (laughs) (laughs) I need it. 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 I need it so bad. No, this domain is for sale. No. No. You must order from the Christian man. I mean, I could just put it on a shirt myself. You could, but it wouldn't be the same. You wouldn't be ordering it from a sketchy money laundering site for some Christian guy. I just found a shirt that says, I don't need an intervention. I like my Glee addiction. Oh my (laughs) fucking God. Sorry, I can't. I have Glee Club. (gasps) Oh my God. Wait, this 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 wasn't even an original shirt. It was a meme that he put on a shirt. I oh need yeah. This shirt. I don't want to buy this shirt. No. From this guy, but I think he's the only one who sells it. No, cuz the problem is that you're going to get no shirt and one stolen credit card and people knocking on your door yeah, every Saturday afternoon for the rest of your life. Well, now maybe I'll just buy a dumb glee shirt. Caution, you're approaching a gleek. No. <laughs> Oh, don't. you found the original. Oh, my God. Okay, so yeah. I just put this on a shirt. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so okay. don't, don't. So we all just listened yeah. to episodes. We actually listened to episode 17. <laughs> whatever this episode was called. Uh, OSHA's 11. Let me try again. We all just finished listening to season two, episode 17. OSHA's 11. In this episode, I guess it was just the same one. In it, this episode, yeah, the yeah. kids got a day job and then beat someone up. This didn't change at all from the previous episode. <laughs> Um, well, no, they they tried to heist their way out of Pop, Papa John's. They, I don't know if I would say tried. Too. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, they got. I mean, they did get there. Yeah, they tried. They talked about <sighs> it for a long time. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I I did enjoy the talking. Yes, I love when people just shoot the shit. So them just shooting the shit of like how many pizza boxes is tall. Oh, that's what my fact was going to be. I was going to look up how tall how pe- how many pizza boxes tall I was. Well, too late. Yeah. How tall is a pizza. Yes. Don't forget, See, you got to do it for seven foot two, just because I know you forget your, your actual height. height again. 18 by 18. Okay, but like how tall was the height? I was like, like yeah. what do you say? Like height wise when it's like put together? Stacked. Right, yeah. I would say maybe like two inches. Yeah. Two, two, inches? two, two seems inches right. Seems... Yeah, thereabouts. Yeah. While this happens, my two thing inches. with Dungeons and Daddies is that. The things that made it popular and charming, you know, the like not knowing how to play D&D, the messing with Anthony's plans, the like completely derailing what's going on are also the things that make it incredibly frustrating to listen to sometimes. Because then you'll end up in slumps of episodes like the last three where fuck all happens. And I'm like... Just waiting I'm for something. And a half, I'm 31 and a half pizza boxes tall. So so <laughs> I asked my friend who works at a pizza store and um, he said that normally uh, they're two inches thick. But the joke around there is that uh, everyone says that they're six inches. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh-huh, <sighs> you know, that funny, uh, funny, funny. Um, but yeah. So, yeah. The, so, the, yeah, the problem that they're having right now is that this is this is just like 
normal shit that would happen around, you know, a regular D&D table of them trying to figure out something stupid to do. And um, they're, they're putting that onto a podcast because I guess that's all I got because they just do a stupid plan and stuff works or it doesn't work. But like, it's just yeah. it's not fun to listen to. See, I think with that, the thing is when they combine the fact that like they don't really know how to play D&D for the most part and like the want to like derail stuff when you combined it it can make it very tedious to listen to if it was like they were just constantly derailing but they knew how to play D, it's one thing it's like mm-hmm. if you have one or the other it's fine but when you have both it's like this episode could have been an email I, I think that what made the first season really good was that everyone was like a storyteller first and like a D player second and you know anthony let them tell stories and mm-hmm. now they'll spend 15 minutes trying to tell a story and then it'll be like roll nope went nowhere it's like you get nothing goodbye yeah there's it- definitely something from the first season that's been i don't think entirely lost but neglected with the second season and i'm really hoping they find it because like when they're great they're like when their their highs are so high, but their lows are also really low. Well, I think I think Jamie's on to something where like in the first season, those like first like, like I mean, you could even say even up until this point, the first 17 episodes of the first season, I honestly couldn't tell you where that ends up in the storyline. But I already know that it's better because they they were figuring out the world they were figuring out the world that they were in they were exploring it they were like doing stuff that you didn't feel like was like pre-planned like in this episode these last several episodes this was a point that anthony was trying to get them to from like the beginning of the season whereas before even even the first like few episodes all the stuff that happened like yeah sure anthony had them go through the portal and then they had the fight when they got on the other side of the portal and then they explored the town a little bit and tried searching for their sons and then like they were still figuring stuff out about the world and at the same time the stuff that they were doing didn't necessarily feel like scripted things that they had to go through yeah i think it's almost the problem now is that they know too much about the world. Yeah, I, I think we definitely need to revert a little bit back to like, you are in a place, go explore it for the things you need. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise we're just going to be like, they they know a lot. And so we're going to be in the like, we know a lot phase for a while. Yeah, until they change this. Well, my my thought is maybe the opposite. Like, there were definitely moments of this episode that I enjoyed. Yeah. And it was when they were enjoying themselves not playing. And it felt like that every time that they had to start playing again, it felt like something that they had to get through. Like, you know, we spent so many episodes trying to get out of this pizza kitchen. And it's like, I I don't think anyone really wants to be there. Like, who wants to come home working a minimum wage grind job and then put on a podcast about people who don't (laughs) want to be in a minimum wage grind job? Like, by by episode 17, we had the sex pit. We had... You know, David Boreanaz, we had the pyramid. Yeah. I think that's also an issue with playing like the teens because it's Mm -hmm. like with the adults, it's like, yeah, you can have the sex pick. You can have the, you know, all this debauchery. But with teens, you really can't because it's a weird gray area where it's like, yeah, it'd be weird to have a bunch of kids come up upon a sex pit. Like, yeah. And like, (laughs) I think Dimension 20, like Fantasy High does like a really good job at kind of towing that line. I do think they have their moments where it's like, you you shouldn't be saying that about, you know, your teenage characters. But like Mm. teenage characters get up to shenanigans. I mean, yeah, the teenage pregnancy wouldn't be a thing. Yeah. Like, obviously, adults don't get up to shenanigans because teenage pregnancy drops off dramatically at 20. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. But yeah, it's like, I don't know. I think it's like, it's hard. Yeah, as our a call from the void, um, the audience and players know more than the characters and it's not fun. And it's like, yeah, you ha- the, like they're trying to avoid like metagaming and stuff. And it's like, ah, I think also it's an issue with the system. I don't think D&D 5e is a good system for them. And I don't I think especially with these this season, I think they would have been better suited with like a monster of the week system. Right. Yeah. yeah. From the outset, anyways, that feels like it would have been better. But like. 
Well, actually, no. I guess even now they would have been yeah. better because it's still there's still like there is still a dude that is their target for this like section. I mean, so Anthony yeah. Anthony's definitely trying to to like keep it Call of Cthulhu esque in the Five E mm-hmm. system, and I think that that tone shift breaks every time because it's yeah. like funny haha podcast. Uh, you know, Five E tabletop shenanigans body horror yeah they almost would have been better off using call of cthulhu yeah for something like this it would have probably been it would have actively felt better for us on our side anyways even though uh, call of cthulhu is not really a fun system to play but also that's not really the point <laughs> yeah uh, it's supposed to feel like actively aggressive against you as a player like the system wants you to die that is the point yeah i think i think i think monster of the week honestly would have been like the best system for them because it's also i i think it yeah, would be I can see that. it's also a very good system in terms of storytelling like i don't know how many of you listen to uh adventure zone amnesty but like even when you fail in monster of the week a lot of that plot can be, moves forward plot you moves forward. forward momentum yeah we, meanwhile in D, if you fail a lot of times it's just end what yeah. what if yeah, one of the things that I found when I tried to edit a D&D podcast was that the dice rolls, like I had to trim out a lot of stuff that could have been entertaining had it not been thwarted by the dice rolls. Yeah. Oh, I want to do this killer backflip and I want to do this and I want to do that. And it's like, do you have the key points? And it's like, oh, no, I can't do that. Or are you in range? And it's like, no, I, I move up. And then you don't have the movement to do the kickflip. And then it's like, oh, OK, so I guess I move up and I smack them with my hammer and you lose out on all of that coolness. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why, I, that's why I love Powered by the Apocalypse game so much too. Yeah. Oh, let's just let's just nerd out about other RPGs. Because <laughs> um, because the nice thing about like Lasers and Feelings or like Mass or something like that is that you can do anything, and yeah, even if you failed, you're still going to get yeah, something. Well, Monster, just, there will be consequences. Yeah, Monster, Monster of the yeah. Week is a Powered by is the Apocalypse. Powered by the Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, and I like I truly think that would be the best option for them. Right, right. Too late now. They're doing know, D&D. Yeah. It, it is too late, late now. And I think, like, I do th- wish they could... Like, I feel like they could just be like, actually, we're just going to change the system now. Because, like... Yeah, no, they totally could. fine. They don't play D&D really anyways. They could easily change it. And it would give them more momentum and freedom as storytellers, which is what they are. Like, all of them yeah. are storytellers. And with Monster of the Week and other, like, Powered by the Apocalypse systems... They can use that freedom. It's like there's no like movement constraints. You're not constrained by class. It's like you describe how, what you want to do and you roll. And depending on that roll, it's going to be like, OK, this happens, but this also happens. Yeah, it's, it's a degree like, of a thing happening. And, yeah. And so one of I think one of the things that makes 5e potentially not as compatible with improv, with storytelling, with, you know, everything that we really enjoyed about the first season was that Anthony is, I think, an improv doing a lot of blocking, which is an improv term for what mm-hmm. I just did when I jumped in here uh, and rejecting information or ideas offered by another player, which kind of breaks momentum and breaks the inertia as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. You know, it's like and that is like you get punished if you're in an improv troupe and because it means that you're not paying attention, you're not in the moment. And uh, there wasn't as much of that. Like if they failed, they still failed forward. They still advanced the plot in season one. Yeah. Now yeah. they now just kept just, on failing. Yeah, yeah they, they, just, were, they just fail. And then oh, they're stuck well, in I guess you got to try again or, you know, you just know go, let's, this is the let's, only path forward. So you got to keep trying and getting through this one yeah, path forward. That yeah, you there's there's only one way out of the pizza kitchen. And so you got to stab your boss with a syringe 19 times and miss 18. And then you got to kill him again. And then you got to roll a whole bunch. And then finally you can get out the exit. We've talked a lot more about the episode than I thought we were going to. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Let's let's step away from the complaining about Dungeons and Daddy's corner for a second Mm -hmm. to like actually talk about like more more so the maybe just like let's all go around and say our rose. We've already said our thorns. Let's say our rose. But we like this episode. Um, I liked that it was over. (laughs) (laughs) I like that they talk to each other. Um, I like, I do like Hermie. I will say Hermie has grown on me. The mm-hmm. the bit of like mm-hmm. them saying that Hermie should pretend to be someone and then Anthony goes and you turn to look at Hermie and he already looks like him is so yeah, funny. That is very good. Yeah. There was a part where I was like just legitimately laughing out loud and I cannot remember which part it was. I think it was it was in the midst of them just trying to figure out. Oh, it was it was um Matt talking to himself on the phone. Yeah. To, yeah. As both the, <laughs> 
as both Lincoln at or what was it? It was like it was Lincoln, Lincoln normal. at the Franklin Center or something. Yeah. yeah. And Link going back and forth to each other, just saying bullshit and selling so much stuff and people sized calzones and the whole thing was very stupid. And I, <laughs> I enjoyed that because I do feel like it was back to like the fun, like the one of the things that made the beginning D and dad so good of just like, it's just them being stupid to try to figure out how to get out of whatever situation they're in instead of actually just fighting their way out. Because I mean, clearly the fighting yeah. their way out was not working very well. Not good at, not, yeah, not no. good at fighting and have shit. Absolutely terrible fucking roles. Um, and, and they got to move the plot forward for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, and you know, they, they were better off for it in the end. Yeah, they got forward progress. I feel like, like, I want to make it abundantly clear to listeners of Talking Sense. We all love Dungeons and Daddies. Like, we enjoy the podcast. We just just want it to be better. Yeah, like, we just, we know how good and how great it can be. And right now we're just like, we're not angry, we're disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can like something and be critical of it. This is us being critical of it because we don't currently like where it is. But on the whole, we like the show. Yes. We wouldn't have done. Okay. Granted, we did this for the memes. We started this podcast for the memes of the, when we started, but <laughs> we, we continued doing it. We have a problem. We can stop whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We we started it as a beam, and then we we're like, oh, we kind of like this. It was kind of fun. We're going to just keep doing it. And now we're here. Yeah. Oh, God. We wouldn't keep doing this <laughs> podcast if we didn't like Dungeons and Daddies. Yeah. All right. Are we done with the episode? I guess. Yeah. Uh, it ended with uh, Sparrow and Link having a heart to heart, and Sparrow saying that they're going to go ahead with uh, the explode the entire world. Yeah. Well, he go. didn't. There's the end. He didn't. He didn't well, say that. Yeah. He said, "In order to kill well, the doodler, we're going to have to do it again, or some shit like yeah. that." And yeah. So dun, dun, dun. seems like bad, dark shit is ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I think the the podcast is going to get real good again once Aaron O'Neill shows up. Amen, so. brother. And Honestly, like, bring her yes. back. Yeah, she's gonna show up. Like, I, she's I know gotta. she's gotta. She's gonna show up, and the podcast is gonna well, I, soar to new heights. I miss I, her. <laughs> I you know also, who I, I want to show just... up? I want Hardball Cough Drop to show up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. No, not with the teens. They need to do a mini oh, arc yeah. where they play as oh, some yeah. other random adults. Yeah. I also love. I do. I would love them to go back to some of the places that they were at in the, in season one just to see what has changed because i love well, that trope of like revisiting something they, after they could a disaster have. has struck well yeah they could have done that but they're not on they're not in Faerun. yeah they're not they're on colin first no, they're now. on earth yeah. yeah so they couldn't but they although could i guess the, they could in go a to their sense house. they I mean, could like, they could go to like the fucking oak garcia household they could like, do that that, yeah. of, that like, would be fun homes. Like that that so would cool. be a fun thing for them to do, yeah. Yeah, they're on Colin Firth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also just wondering when we're going to see the dads again, because they can't all be dead. They can't be dead, right? That's so boring. That's Ron might be. Ron right might on. be. Ron might be. But yeah. the rest of them, like, they can't all be dead. Who do you think would be alive? I'm pretty sure. Well, Glenn's a demon. Yeah. Yeah, no, Glenn is 100% alive. He's yeah, like Glenn's going to show up. I'm pretty sure now, Henry's... So. Henry was like Henry's gotta be fine. He's, he's gotta be fine. Pay, he's a half here's elf. Thing, though, here's the thing too. Uh, that's true. He is a half elf, but also like his kids are so fucked up. Like yeah. he has to yeah. be like stuck somewhere or something. Because yeah. I think he would be a really healing presence. Yeah, on the boys after the events of season one. Even if Sparrow or Lark, even after Lark stabbed him, I still think he would be like, yeah. you didn't mean to. I understand you had to. I'm so sorry. You were lost in the sauce or whatever. That's a theory, by the way. Also, yeah. that mm. Link was lost in the sauce when he stabbed. Uh, well, I Henry. imagine that was what it was. It was like some I know, imagine mind it was control what, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Doodler, yeah. Doodler shit. I could see Daryl being dead. Daryl could. I wouldn't be. Well, I would be very he, upset if Daryl was dead. He died doing what he loved, which was eating Charleston shoes. Yeah. yeah. Like I could. I think got stuck together and he mm-hmm. died. I I think it's yeah. also because I'm like, ah, oh. Frank died young. Daryl probably yeah. did too. So, like, I could see Daryl being yeah. dead. I could see Ron being dead. I couldn't see Henry or Glenn being dead. De- Glenn's not dead. We know that. I, th- I think yeah. Henry simply can't die. I-, I think Ron would be a toss up. Like, did yeah. he die of like malnutrition? Because I, could, like, I could see him it's like he faked his own death and then it's like surprise but like for a really boring reason like he yeah. just wanted to see if he could he yeah. was just he was just he just hid one day in his pants and he forgot how to get out yeah and oh. then he got it <laughs> oh no oh. Yeah. Oh. what if we're just like all wrong and it's like 
Daryl's fine. All, they're all. I would love. Listen, I'm not going to be. Here's the thing with the dads too. Is like I'm not going to be upset if every single one of them was alive. They just been like trapped by the doodler this whole. Yeah, time. Like, that'd I be great. I would love, I love to them. see them again. I want to see them again. I mean, that's that's just what we that, that's what we do on this podcast is yeah. speculate, and that's you know. Do we? I we used yeah. to. We used to have yeah. a conspiracy corner. I we sometimes now, speculate. Now, here's the thing. We know more than the characters do, so now we can't yeah. really theorize. Yeah, mm. but I would love I think to... the doodler's behind all this. <laughs> Whoa, really? Yeah. yeah, I think I think I think I think he's up there. Simply, I would love to see one Aaron O'Neill. Oh. One Aaron O'Neill. Two. Scary interact with literally any of the dads. Yeah. I think that would be so fun. I think Daryl would be so scared of her. <laughs> I, absolutely. That might be my favorite interaction. My second favorite interaction would be with Henry because it's like, yeah. what the fuck is up with this guy? But then it, I feel like yeah. everything about normal makes complete sense. Like you see Henry and you're like, oh. Yeah, it's like, okay, okay. got it. Yeah. Same thing with yeah. Daryl. It's like you see Daryl and you're like, oh. Yeah. So, oh, that oh, would be absolute okay. chaos where each player has to play two characters even better i think that would be great yeah they already did the body swap episode now's the time for two player two no do it do i think now they need to get to know how anthony feels every episode no i think that would literally forget about the action economy they're just gonna like (laughs) they're just gonna do everything yeah no i think that'd be so fun that would be so fun. Action economy, bitch. Because it's like, you know, <laughs> that's how you, that's how the ghosts overcame the elephants in uh, Lord of the Rings. You know, you remember the the ghost going after the big elephants and. Oh, just, like, yeah. They just them. overwhelmed them. Yeah. It, it would be like that, but with Will and Beth and Freddie and Matt. Mm-hmm. Bring back Jimmy. Good job. Good bring job back Jimmy. Jimmy. Why not? Bring like, back Jimmy. Bring back Jimmy. Jimmy can yeah. just play I mean, one I, like, guy. Now that Jody's a demon, he's cool. I can, he can come back. Does Jimmy have a grandkid? Jimmy has a... Oh, I, I thought I thought you meant in real life. I'm like, Jimmy just had a child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know, think he had a grandkid. LA, I, wonder, I wonder, yeah. I wonder if Narcolis had a kid. Hmm. That would suck. I mean, Nicholas aren't had a kid, but did Narcolis have a kid? Like, well, aren't they the same person? Did they fucking i thought they i don't know that was a no, little unclear they, i'm pretty sure they are the same person now yeah I'm pretty sure narcolis and Nicholas yeah we still... didn't we didn't like change the timeline back or anything and like, no it's just yeah, kind of they, how it's Nick the... already changed into narc yes and then so... he turned kind of back into, the... into demon nick yeah, yeah. where it's like the so weird is i don't know back at the table because jimmy's too busy yeah i mean that's <laughs> that's the logistical reason but you know, yeah. it's like I I think at the end it's like he's kind of both their kid. Don't question it. Yeah. Yeah, they're co-parenting. They're co-parenting. They don't do a DNA test because they they're don't demon. ask any questions. Yeah. I feel like you would somehow find Glenn and Jody's yeah, DNA. somehow. Jeans. Somehow. Oh, Congratulations, you have two daddies and one mommy. Yeah. I'm don't qu- No, I money. yeah, no, that actually sounds exactly like what Anthony would do. Yeah, there'd be some yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I don't want to talk about the podcast anymore. And now a word from our sponsor. Yo ho! Ahoy me babies! Are ye raring for adventure? Do ye wish to set sail upon the nine seas? Come on out to Yardy Tours and test your metal against the dread pirate Dirty Pete the Scoundrel. Under the watchful eye of Dread Pirate Captain Salty, he'll take on a cursed ship, forever doomed to drift over the waves. That's fun, right? There will be thrills, spills, grog, shanties, surprise and suspense. And if ye do a good job, you'll get a drug-free temporary tattoo. Do ye have what it takes to avoid the ancient Kraken? If so, sign your waiver of legal liability and rights and come aboard the Yarty Tours today. Hit it, yeah. You can hit it. You can actually read it. I just wanted yeah. to get us out of singing about Glee. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Talking Grands, episode one. A pirate's life for me. The music goes here. <laughs> Welcome to Talking Grands, the oldest podcast about the Grands made by... <laughs> I knew you all. Welcome to Talking Grands, the oldest podcast about the Grands... <laughs> I just got here. Fine. Welcome to Talking Grains, the oldest podcast about the grands made by Stars in the Show. The Grains is a podcast about four grandparents who are summoned out of retirement to reclaim their grandkids. This isn't that podcast. You should go listen to it because we don't care about spoilers and we'll spoil everything. Living in a lonely world. 
name is Nikki, and my rag fact this week is that I love Glee. He, I am glad. He has made me glad. You make me glad by your deeds, oh Lord. I sing for joy on the works of your hands. Psalm and we will now two, two, four. We will now, now, we'll now sing, sing for joy. It's not even that late at night. I don't know what's wrong. No, with it's you. not. My face is so warm. Well, right they just—they all they heard about was Glee, and that was the trigger word for the fucking programming to come yeah, back so, online. Um, I would say the creation process for Martin was very intense. Um, I sat in a lot of workshops. Um, about old people and um, lots you mean of you went to an old folks home. I really, I really studied them, and I came to learn. You went to an old folks home. Are, old people are weird, and so they I are. just tried to make the weirdest. <laughs> yeah guy yeah no when i tell me about your character so when i went to make ethel i had two Mm. things in mind um Mm. i wanted her to be have killed a lot of people Mm -hmm. and to be hot (laughs) as fuck Mm. um and i think i've really um achieved that Mm -hmm. um you know i did a lot of research into you know like old people murderers or like (laughs) and gilfs don't ask me where i looked up gilfs um it's not like, an, like an old Lizzie Borden. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like if Lizzie Borden was like real old and when she killed those people. <laughs> Lizzie Borden was real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because um, Ethel, Ethel is, Ethel is real, real to us. Yeah. Why are you guys She's, talking like this is fucking I ASMR? Like, I, feel like, no. I feel like I'm in like a, inside the writer's room and I feel like yeah. people sound always sound really we're trying serious. To, yeah, we're trying to bring we're that serious? energy back. We're, 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 ser- we're serious. serious really? When I think really. about Martin, I think about... Mayo Pockets. Jimmy Buffett. I, I find the most important part of the creative process to be creating and the process. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> My favorite part about this podcast is that, is that it, it sounds like a podcast. I listen to it. Yeah, and then I had it. So, like, I made sure and that... And then I'm going gonna, gonna to go spit on Chris Pine. If yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, everyone, would your character be Harry Styles or Chris Pine? Ethel 100% would be, Chris Pine. Ethel is 100% Harry Styles. Yeah, gear would be Harry Styles, but with the, like a head of a velociraptor. Chris Pine just wants to talk about the D and D movie, yeah. And I don't understand why they're not letting him. Let him talk about it anyway. Um, yeah, t- I'm sorry. I, I don't want to break everyone's headcanon. Like I really hate. Like I I don't want to put an image to Hazel, but mm-hmm. um, the way that I play Hazel is a four foot tall uh, Chris Pine clone. Oh, nice. Yeah. Fascinating. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, you know, complete with bangs. You know, it's it's only Chris Pine with bangs, not like when he's like you know all crew cut and uh you know star trek but chris pine as he is now not chris pine yeah. when he was cool the peak yeah. chris pine actually yeah peak pine mm-hmm. yeah peak pine peak pine peak pine one could say a redwood that's not a pine tree <laughs> you, I, no. I appreciate the effort though uh-huh is it yeah, uh, wait hang on hang on i got really sprucing up the place are. pine is redwood pine? No. Well, it's, no. It's a conifer, but it's not a pine. What do you call? What do you call me? Redwood tree is a redwood tree. <laughs> and then, what was your creation process? Yeah. For, um, uh huh. For creating all of your characters. For creating all uh, your characters. Yeah. yeah all of them, right? Yeah. Or, or do you want to um, roll the dice and like pick from your list? Yeah, like I have a list of characters that I've been. Uh, Which of the grandchildren is your favorite? <laughs> Phil Philman. Woof. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, choose the favorite of not your kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like Philman because he's loud and has simple dialogue. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Okay. laughs> Who's yeah. your favorite of the grandparents? Uh, yeah, and just just saying, just saying, just saying, just saying, really quickly. If you don't say Merton, I'm going to quit. <laughs> wow, no pressure. Um, yeah, word. I mean, it's not. Well, it's, it's not. Here, it's, it's so. just a. It, Oh, okay. Hey. Well, <laughs> the one with oh. the conscience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who yeah. is your favorite player of the four of us? Yeah, why, and just so you, why, just so you know, if you, say, if, you, if, you, if you don't say Luke, I'm gonna quit. <laughs> <laughs> I love all of my grandparents equally. Cool. Mm-hmm. There you go. So you definitely yeah. have a favorite. Yeah. Who is it? Equally. Who is my it? equal favorite? <laughs> Equal flavors. Okay. Of course. Uh, I'm just going to assume oh, it's I, me. All, I love each and every one of you for different reasons. Cool. Right? Okay. So it's me. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's so me. It's bullshit. Got it's it. Me. <laughs> it's me. I like Ethel for her ability to move the plot along. I love mm-hmm. Hazel for being cute and in the corner. <laughs> I can always rely on Hazel for a good laugh. I like Gear 
for mm-hmm. also moving the plot along. Let's okay, be honest here. Oh yeah. That's a vital skill. Yeah. And, and go ahead and say something and go ahead and say something yeah. about Merton. <laughs> um <laughs> and Merton for being right. there. And just uh, go ahead just go ahead and say something about Merton. You've got of, a of lovely all the player characters. Here. Merton is one of them. <laughs> Merton's the most fun to bully. <laughs> Merton's great at having the good improv moments. Merton's mm-hmm. always yeah. I, I never know what Merton's gonna do, and mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. Neither do I. To... <laughs> neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> That's my secret cap. <laughs> it's, it's, it is fun to have Merton. Like you gotta have that kind of energy in a party, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The chaos energy, just pure chaos unbridled agent. chaos. It's not unbridled chaos, and you know. I think if I put more emotional uh, stress onto Merton, he'd show up for it. But for now, I just like giving him a fun parrot, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think we're a good balance of people. Yeah. Yeah. As a crew, we think we've got a good balance because I am I am attempting to be the straight man, <laughs> even though I was like pegged as the fucking anarchist. Yeah. yeah. But no, I mean, the old anarchist is the one I still have on who's... your note somewhere that's like, has burnt down a town at some point yeah no we totally did that but like the way i see it for gear is he's like mellowed out in his old age that's just kind of yeah i mean i view him as like the old punk grandpa where it's like he's hurt himself and others in every imaginable way possible and it's easier for him to not have to clean up the mess in the first place yeah yeah i play ethel as kind of a person who never should have had children in the first place um Like, being a serious person right now. I play her as, like, she's only gotten more wild with her old age. Because, like, in a way, like, in the back, like, deep down, she doesn't admit it. But, like, kind of knows she never should have become a parent. She never should have become a grandparent. Like, she only really became a parent because, like, oh, all my friends are settling down and having kids. I guess I'll do that, too. (laughs) So now that, like, everyone she was, like, responsible for is kind of out of the house, she's like, fuck, yes, I get to kind of let loose again. Walk around without a bra. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like, just kind of throwing knives at people. She's like, I can just do this now. Yeah, there's no toddlers around to pick them up and, like, lick them. Yeah, she did Ugh. give Althea a knife when she was five, because as is the way of the... Assassins, right. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to make Ethel a complex character deep down and not just murder grandma. <laughs> and I think I'm somewhat achieving that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nikki, talk about the deep emotional complexities of Merton. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Merton's emotions are numerous and And celebratory. 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 Oh, shit. Here we go. Fuck. Um, Oh, like I, I always, I always play D and D characters. I, I'm, I'm like physically incapable of like having emotions. So like, I don't want to play a character that's just like gonna have a traumatic arc the whole time. But like, mm. if asked, and if you know, we get into some like hus- dead husband shit with Merton, like I can, I can play, I can play in the space. Like I'm not gonna go hurt her penis like through the whole thing, you know. <laughs> like as funny as it is. I'm. I, I know. I know when the time is right. Yeah, the time at this moment though, the time is not right for me. No, the time is not say. right. And yeah. apparently, the saddest man you've ever heard <laughs> runs the bar that Merton grew up in. So that changes kind of the energy, and also I feel like adds more meaning to the energy that Merton has. Yes, because like if he if he was just like stuck around like just the most sad Demetrios you've ever seen, he was like, I gotta fucking, <laughs> I gotta I gotta live in this place up, come on. And then he goes yeah. and does a tight five. <laughs> yeah, just a quick five of just like a backflip. And yeah. everyone's like, yeah. I don't Watch remember how I decided to make him extremely sad, happened. but I yeah, did. I, it just yeah. happened. Yeah. It works out, honestly. It does. I yeah. think it does Every- work out very well. I mean, yeah. I love yeah. him as a Merton's, character. Merton's arc is completely purposeful and meaningful. Yeah. And I planned everything about mm-hmm. Merton mm-hmm. for sure. It yeah. As we do with all of our characters. Yeah. Yeah. It's it Merton and Darius are very vaudevillian. Who's Darius? Like, Demetrius. Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> The, the bar Demetrius guy. Demetrius Buffett, come on. It, it, you know, very, the guy. The guy. The guy, you know. Uh, yeah, they're, they're very vaudevillian in how they, like, pair up, so. Actually, like, for me, Hazel is very hard to role play. <laughs> Be, yeah, which which is why Hazel's in the corner for half the time, because uh, Jamie has to come out half the other time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I initially based her on one of my grandmas who passed away. 
She was just a sweet little cookie grandma from North Carolina, which is why every so often like that, that light Southern drawl comes in and then floats away as I forget how to do it. Um, But yeah, no, like I, I, I think like for her, what I really like is that she is who she is in spite of all the evil and ugliness that she's seen and participated in and been around. And it's like she still just wants to, you know, bake cookies and cut up orange slices for the kids. I think she has her priorities worked out pretty well, kind of friends and family. And she's just along for the ride. <laughs> I do love her. She makes yes, me happy. She's very sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and her I, commitment I, I, to c- crickets is just... I, <laughs> I, yeah, the cricket flower. Uh, I do like, yes, I mean, it's kooky, kooky cookies. I am, I am not sweet at all and so it's so hard for me to role play as someone who's so like i i could have been just another grumpy old rogue or ranger or yeah we didn't need two gears in this house yeah and and so i if i would have played a character that was like close by me we would have had yeah (laughs) yeah i like playing ethel because Ethel is just an awful person. Yeah, she is. Um, And it's fun sometimes to play just like the worst person. I feel like Ethel's a worst person from a place of like kindness, though. Yeah, because like the way I picture her, especially like in their younger days, which I would love to kind of play out what like her and Merton's meeting was like, you know, going on the road with like all the people. I would love to play that out one day because I feel like personally, she probably tried to leave the party multiple times, but something like. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, but like fate or something just kept bringing her back to the party for whatever reason. And like she ended up growing to care about them. That's the best. Yeah, and then it's like... Force found family. Yeah, force found family. (laughs) Eventually, Ethel's like, I think after, like, the third time where she tried to leave and then something brought her back, she's like, so I guess I'll just kind of end up sticking with them. But yeah, I I don't know. I... I would love to play a young Ethel one day. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. All young versions of everybody. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know I, what a young gear would sound like. <laughs> I am. I am terrified. I, am I feel terrified like Merton would just that. be my speaking voice, like yeah. at a certain point. Like, yeah. I, I mean, just here, like, I don't uh, uh, like I, when I take that away, it's just me talking. Yeah, I am terrified of going back to the point where Ernst was alive because Hazel loved <laughs> him with all her heart, but like. Oh. She was a little bit of backstory spoiler here. Um, She was uh, like queuing up for a life of dirt farming in Taters Grove and this charming bard, like she like a backwater like and this charming bard came through and like, you know, flirted with everyone. But she believed it was, you know, with her in particular. And she just fell for him and they, they, they ended up falling for each other. And it's like she doesn't know that he is just. You know, he's he's a bard who travels because he gets chased from town to town, you know. And and so I don't want to think about what he would be alive because like the memory of Ernst is so much better than how he actually was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm also terrified of a total party wipe because then I'd have to play Philman. <laughs> I'm terrified of a total party wipe because uh, I would love it. If we did uh, a... I, what's her ass? I don't even... I genuinely <laughs> don't. What the fuck is her name? Tedra. Tedra. Yeah. yeah. I remember Cecilia. I can never remember Tedra. Yeah. Cause um, if you don't know this, if you're also still listening and listen to the grants, if we ever got to a point like either one of our characters dies, aka Hazel, and we can't bring them back um, for whatever reason, we are going to end up playing the grandchildren. Why I'm terrified is that it's not because I'd be playing Althea because she's fine. Like it's a, it's a character. I'd be playing an artificer. And I'm, yeah. I'm, that's fucking wild i tried playing an artificer i've already once. picked out all the subclasses for your your the grandkids party is two barbarians <laughs> no, yeah. an artificer and a wizard so yeah, yeah so althea's because tetra doesn't want to do push-ups yeah yeah i do have your subclasses picked out like i don't i haven't gone and fully built out the character sheets but i know who you would be playing yeah oh, i know althea's no. an alchemist because i made that up i specifically yeah. said that um so she would be the main healer yeah, yeah i a oh, fucking artificer it's your main healer jesus christ i built Philman as like you know what would a grandkid of hazel be like spoiled rotten and you know and then it got worse from there 
So that is a that is a terrifying prospect. Having to play a fat barbarian where they insult him and then they roll him into battle and that's his rage. <laughs> oh, yes. 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 I mean, everyone wants to see TPK. that. TPK. But, TPK. But, TPK. But I have now. to play it. No, I like gear. I don't want to no, put Ingen through Martin. anything. I don't want, I would be so fucking sad if Martin <laughs> yeah. died for real. Yeah, I love same. this little boy so much. Yeah. However, uh... TPK. <laughs> I don't even want to play Tedra. Here's the thing. I don't even want to play Tedra. Like, Tedra will be fine, I guess. Like, she's a bugbear wizard. Like, cool. Go, go off, queen. But, like, come on. I wouldn't mind. I want to see Philman get pushed down a, a slide. That would yeah. be very fun. But, like, I miss playing a spellcaster. It's not to say I don't enjoy playing Ethel, but Rogue's not my favorite class to play, but I enjoy playing Ethel. I, I like the damage I get from sneak attack, especially when I roll an at 20. <laughs> oh, do you? I do, <laughs> yeah, a lot. Uh-huh. Um, and they're taking that way in one D and D, which bullshit. Don't. Yeah. By by the way, um, I we are playing classes, I believe, as they were written in the original release player's handbook, which I never want to change because we're playing old people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we just stick to it anyway. Like I, I would love to see a dynamic where like they change the way that long rest work, where if you get combat in the middle of the night, you don't get the benefits of a long rest. And it's like the grands fight off everyone. And the young kids, they don't wake up with all their spell slots and hit points because they're playing by the new rules. And the grads are just like, yeah, what's your problem? <laughs> I thought that was already how that works. Currently, it's an optional rule that if it's longer than an hour, it doesn't count as a long rest. But most combat never lasts for an hour because that would be like yeah. literal years of table time. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, you get an up to an hour of interruption in there. So that's why as long as we play the grands, we're probably not going to like absorb or adjust for the new rules. Yeah. No, also, I definitely so. not. I am one, too lazy for that. And two, I don't learn rule sets until I can know someone else is doing them wrong. So <laughs> like another podcast I care about would have to start playing D&D one and right. then yeah. I'd figure it out. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not going to do it. Also, it'd be wild to switch just like in the middle of the podcast. Yeah. Like, surprise. Even though you're just suggesting for the daddies to do it themselves. That's different. Yeah, that's different. That's they different. Need it. It's a little they, one, yeah. That's they need it. Two, it's different. Yeah, five E <laughs> isn't a problem for us. Yeah. For us no, it'd be like not. going from like we five E works for us. Currently five E is not working for them, so they should try something different. Yeah. Yeah. Are they going to? No. Nope. But they should. But yeah. I have a question for you guys. Mm. Are you having fun? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Currently, I, say... I want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I would say most episodes I'm having fun. Sometimes I get a little bored just like as like stuff is like happening. You know, I just kind of got to gotta wait for like story stuff to happen or for roles to happen and stuff. But that's just like, I think, the in-betweens that's of just, D&D. That's just the nature of D&T. Yeah. 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 But like, th- so full disclosure... The game that we were playing for the Grands is the first actual game of D&D that I've been playing. Like a first full game. Like I played I played like one shots before, but like not like a full actual campaign, which is like effectively what this is. <laughs> yeah. So it's an interesting experience. Oh, when we sat yeah. when we sat down for like session six or seven with me, like that was officially the longest campaign that I'd ever been in ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's yeah. that's the thing is like, you know, I, I picked it up as an adult. And so just too much stuff happens unless, you know, you chalk something out and force people to, you know, log on every other Thursday. Yeah, I'm having a good time. Yeah, I play a lot of D&D, too. So I'm like. Fuck yeah, more D and D. Yeah, I I mean this is this is definitely new for me because like I definitely love playing like you know the skill monkeys, you know the the rogues and rangers, yeah, you know the Swiss Army knife mm-hmm. characters. Um, and for for Hazel to be, you know, this is my first real spellcaster beyond like one shots or whatever. Mm-hmm. So jumping in as a level ten character is something, especially like as a cleric, when you know it's not even like mm. I could set all my skills in the beginning and I just mm. have to live with the bad decision. It's like no, I, I have to make it every time we long rest, and so my decision is not to most of the time. <laughs> you know, yeah. just go with the bad decisions unless it's like I had walk on water for a while, and then we left the swamp, and I was like, oh, I don't need this anymore. And then we had four sessions on a boat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's one of the things with that's cleric good. is that there are just so many choices with cleric. Yeah, 
And, and it's like, am, am I going to be a utility cleric? Am I going to be a healing cleric? Am I going to be a damage cleric? Am I going to be uh, a sneaky cleric? Yeah. You know, it's a, yeah. On the weekends, I play a cleric on Sundays and a warlock slash bard on Saturdays. Playing a cleric's a lot more stressful. Playing a yeah. warlock, that's just Eldritch Blast, baby. Although I am. Hell yeah, you got that fucking yeah. right. Although I am the face of the party on Saturdays and I not good at it. I Emma am not good at it, even though. My oh character. yeah, no, same. I every every time a conversation comes up, every time we're like, oh, let's deceive these people, let's like work them up, let's do anything, and I'm like, oh shit, I have to actually like talk and roll charisma. Mm, nope, mm, I don't like that. <laughs> at some point, we need to play a campaign where we have characters that play to our personal strengths. Yeah, you know, yes. like let Nikki yeah. be the party face. Yeah, and you yes. know, I can be like a utility character, and we can <laughs> mm-hmm. have a couple of DPSs or yeah, I guess whatever. If you were like, if you were a D and D character, what kind of class thing would you be? Like, I, I mean, every quiz I've ever taken has either split between wizard or artificer. Yeah, I work in a very thinky field. People pay me to think, and then I say it, and they're like, "Wow, Jamie, that's so smart." <laughs> So, you know, so wizard, definitely wizard, maybe bard. Yeah, I think I personally would be like a wizard fighter multi-class because I am a bit of a jock. But also I think of the like mental stats. So like wisdom, intelligence, charisma, intelligence is easily my highest one. Well, isn't that just Rune Knight? No, not Rune Knight. Sorry, I'm getting the other Eldritch Knight. Eldritch Knight. Eldritch Knight. Moon Knight. Yeah. Yeah. But I also would want Oscar Isaac returns. <laughs> I would want more. Let's talk about Lenny the Wonder Dog now. <laughs> yeah, I would want more spells than just. Um, I mean, they have wow. access to all the wizard spells, right? Yeah, but they only get up to level five spells. Mm. Fifth level. Oh, no. Or is oh, it? No. no, it might be fourth level. Take you some spell scrolls. Yeah. So Nikki's a bard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Attracts. What? You were the one who was playing that, what's that, that what? keyboard harmonica thing? I'll pull it out in a second. Don't forget <laughs> me. Melodica. I'm actually, but the, the, the funniest thing about me being a bard, though, is that I'm garbage at all instruments. Like, I learned how to play trumpet in elementary school. Trumpet! <laughs> the, the trumpet! The trumpet. Blah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite Tumblr posts. Hang on. <laughs> the trumpet. The trumpet. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Luke, what would you be? Um, I found in playing MMOs over the years that I enjoy being a DPS class the most because I'm generally out of harm's way and I just get to press the buttons and do the damage. So I'm I'm not really sure what I would be in D&D terms. The first character that I wanted to make and I think I did like roll for like in a campaign that never happened was uh, a uh, what the, okay, it's one of the bird people. The the Eric crow Hoka? ones, the oh, Eric Kenku, not the Arakakura, the Kenku. I was going to be a Kenku monk because <laughs> nice. I thought that would be interesting to play, just in general. Um, so probably something along those lines. I think my first character was a Goliath monk. That is very good. One of my first yeah. definitely yeah. like a bard or something. Actually, not, yeah, so, that tracks. Kidding. That tracks. Uh, and my fandom plug this week is. <laughs> I do have one question before we decide we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. What do you guys want to do next? Like, in um, I mean, terms I got my pirate the, arc already. So. Yeah, yeah. No, like in terms of grants, in the game. Like, okay. Yeah. What do you want to do? Because I never asked that question <laughs> when we started doing this. Yeah, I just you know, this had... usually that's usually an important question to ask you yeah, as players. No, I just do. decided I kind of told you all what we were doing. Can I? And uh, I'm going to be real with you. I I don't know what the plot is. <laughs> Like, it's it's not, like, this is what I did with Dungeons and Daddies, too, where I'm just, like, not paying attention to, like, what the overarching plot is <laughs> until, like, it's important. Like, it's until it's, like, this is all we have to do right now. So, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I would like to. I mean, stuff. we're we're looking for the kids. We're trying to figure out what's going on yeah, with like the kids I, I know. disappearing. Like, like the kids are disappearing like the and they're entering like a cult plot, or some shit. Who cares? Effectively. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as who cares? someone who actually keeps track of the plot um and moves the story forward um yeah. hey <laughs> i said i just said as someone i didn't say as the one but as someone who the does one. i would like to kind of start advancing the plot more like you know really getting into like the stakes are being raised um finding more clues seeing more of the influence of whoever the dark one is yeah and really start getting into that 
And that's probably also fully on us. We are just kind of like fucking around, not knowing what to do. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. it does it does feel a little flaily, but it also feels like with purpose because we do have specific places that we like need to go to do the thing. Yeah, we have we have those places like written down. So we have a direction. It's just like when we get there, we're like, uh, how do you play a game? Uh, yeah, so I would like to really kind of start getting into that, like, kind of main plot. Yeah. yeah, I think it's going to be a little while until we, like, see, like, the whole plot thread come to fruition. And that's, like, I I like stories that, you know, are, like, the slow burns and stuff and, like, take time to build and they have payoffs and stuff. So what's happening in now in our story that we're, like, working through, I'm totally okay with that. It's just... You know, it's going to take time to get there. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I'm kind of getting what I was hoping I would get from this where. So we are characters and, you know, we're, we're definitely characters on an arc, but I, I am really digging the exploration. Like I yeah. love exploration and narrative. And what we're seeing is, you know, almost a fish out of water story uh, yeah. that that for me, I think is exciting because you don't get that in a normal D&D. Like we went to Medio and my dad has a saying, he's always loved to travel anywhere and everywhere. Every summer, any vacation, he was always going somewhere else to experience a new place. And he had a saying, you know, whatever made a place originally cool is gone whenever there's a gap there. And then the next summer we went to Key West and there was a gap in Key West. And it was absolutely right. It was all tourist trappy. And we saw that in Medio. And it's like, I got a kick out of that because it's like Key West used to be hardcore. Medio used to be hardcore. And we're exploring kind of this this post world mm -hmm. and, you know, having to reconnect to it. Yeah. And, and so, you know, it's it's interesting from that standpoint, just because it's like stuff that should be the way we expected is not you know stuff works differently people behave differently there's different faces and you know so it's like i think exploring that dynamic is is very interesting to me i kind of would like to see almost like like we did have a party of you know hotshot uh whatever but like hot hotshot kid <laughs> adventurers yeah yeah, yeah. but that i you, that die that died i don't think they're dead no no they're dead <laughs> I, yeah okay all right I, but um Spoiler. i i almost would like to see like a hot shot group of adventures that are maybe like higher level than us like almost like rivals because i feel like at this point we're kind of like the top dogs like you know everyone knows us oh we're the heroes i don't want to say there hasn't been anything that challenged us in that regard but i feel like in a way like sometimes i forget we're supposed to be old so it'd almost be cool to see like another group of adventurers who are younger like faster better you know harder better faster stronger oh like what is it toy or, or cars three where lightning mcqueen gets outmatched i have kids sorry yeah <laughs> yeah like al like almost the newer model of us um yeah. you know and it our age really starts to show because i find at least with me because i don't know i don't want to speak for you nikki but like Playing a Dexy class, I feel like makes it easier to forget you're old. Nah, I got old. I got old man voice. Yeah, it's impossible for me to forget that I'm old. Yeah, I'm old man voice. <laughs> but it's like just a spry as hell old man. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't remember any. See, I've, I've I feel like I've countered like he can move with like he doesn't remember a single name <laughs> or thing that's happening. <laughs> yeah. which arguably yeah. is exactly my real life right now at 24 so yeah. you know <laughs> i think that also could be a thing on me where i'm like i don't know how to make ethel seem old i guess i'm kind of playing her as just like the crotchety old bitch um yeah. i mean but also she was just kind of like that when she was young so i guess yeah exactly i think i i that might just be a me thing Ethel kind of has the old lady thing of like, I've already been through all of life and I know better than everybody. Yeah. Kind of the like. She definitely has that going on for her. That's true. And like very kind of stuck in her ways. Yeah. Refuses to change. I learned one thing when I was five and that means it's not going to ever change in my mind ever. 
Yeah, she kind of has the old lady stubbornness. Yeah. But I feel like I like there are things I could probably do that just make her seem older. Yeah, potentially. I mean, yeah. there's like character quirks you can work in that would do it. But like, I also don't necessarily like if Ethel being old is just her being an old crotchety bitch, then that's her being old. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, she's a rogue sneaking around. She's got a crouch and stuff. So uh, yeah, I mean, you can work in some of that stuff. But I don't think it, you need to be like make her feel old necessarily. Well, so a couple of things. Um, the first is that you don't get old slowly. You age and then something catastrophic happens. You know, you fall, you get a bad sickness or whatever, and mm. then you don't recover from it. So I- I'm just reading Ethel as she hasn't had that. But what I am reading is, again, like I was talking about the world, is that the world is not what we expected. And, and so, like, when you see an old person trying to pay with a check and people get upset with them because it's like checks have been the way that they paid their entire lives. And now it's an inconvenience to the 20 people behind you in line. It's like, that's how you act old is like like just expecting things to be the way that they are. And the world is different. And we're, you know, we're acting old because we're expecting it to be the way it used to be, the way it always was. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you think about old behavior, it's either they're old and frail because they haven't fully recovered from a terrible life event or uh, they still think it's 50 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ethel. Yeah. I guess Ethel's kind of like that old person who just like hasn't realized they're old yet. Yeah, that's what I'm reading her. Like, my wife's grandma is, like, 93, 94, 95 years old. Like, legit. Like, she doesn't just tell people she's old. She is old, but... She never had the fall. She was always relatively reasonably fit. And so she's had kind of that graceful decline that happens in your late 80s, you know? And so it's like I get vibes of like early 80s grandeur. Like you met her and she definitely had outdated views and she definitely had a way about her. But like you would admire, like everyone just remarked, oh, she's so active. She's so fit because she was, you know, she would go out hiking and adventuring and she had her driver's license. But, you know, her her memory's kind of going. So that's why she doesn't drive anymore. Mm -hmm. Everybody gets old differently. You know, I I definitely picture I definitely picture Hazel as as kind of, you know, the post arthritis old. I guess Ethel to me would be like that old lady who's like she's in her mid 70s, but she could easily pass for like late 50s early 60s yeah should we do our fandom plugs we've been talking for a while no. do we have to we have to do <laughs> and moving on to our fandom plugs my fandom plug fa- is the grands <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every, i'm a fan of ending like i was really yeah. glad when the dungeons and daddies episode was over but i'm a fan of this ending too yeah I, i'm also wow. a fan of endings yeah i'm a fan of end game um Ooh. love avengers end game thank you so <laughs> yeah. much um not a fan uh, of Game of Thrones. Thank you for listening to Talking Sons. If you're a fan of Talking Sons, continue to listen to it. What's our outro? Theme music is Madison's Ever Room. I'm at Level Loco. All right, fine, uh, fine, I'll do uh, it. Uh, fucking... uh, yeah, I'm not Beth May, and she's not here to send us out. More theme music goes here. But dang, but dang, but dang. This podcast was created and produced by a gross group of volunteers. Talking Sons was mastered and edited by Ignitti. Our theme music is Madness is Everywhere by Lobo Loco. Grab the next podcast in your app of choice or from Nikki.horse. Next episode should drop on September 26th. If you would like to help us play the Grands, consider telling your friends to listen to the Grands. We'd really appreciate it because Nikki won't stop getting sloppy. Help! Did Normal get clean yet? Well, I was going to say yes, technically he did because he washed his hands, but he I guess he didn't. He was just on the phone, so he didn't. So no.